What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, here we are. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2. Welcome to all of Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States. I think that's a good way to go. We're on Game Plus Television, coast to coast in the Great White North and on 31, uh, in 31 states in the USA. Let's just do a reset because, as I've learned, there's a lot of people that are just finding this show, okay, and they're just realizing what we're all about. What we are is the view for sports fans. And 700-some years, uh, years, 700-some shows ago, sometimes it feels like 700 years ago when we started this, I said, we're the view for guys. That was soundly trounced, deemed to be not inclusive, and I thought, you know what? I can go along with that. So we're the view for sports fans, okay? So let's bring in Lee Genier now. Sports executive, entrepreneur, former NLL executive of the year, VP of sales and marketing for the Calgary Stampeders for a couple of decades. Welcome back, Lee. Glad to be back. <laughs> the view for sports fans. How's that sound? Like, that's kind of what we're well, doing here. I'm not a big fan of the view, but... No, I didn't you know, say I would. <laughs> so, but I, w- I would go with the uh, premier sports and entertainment show in North America. Well, that too. That too. Right on. I see Whoopi got herself... I saw Whoopi got herself in some trouble here not that long ago. Which, so here's the thing. We're into it. We're into hour two, which is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. The greatest beer in the game. I love that tagline. You're big on taglines, yeah. right? So Jeff Caldwell's watching on Game Plus TV. He's watching in uh, Redmond, Oregon. 
And he says that Blue Jays pitcher that they signed, you say it, Kikuchi. And I guess I should know who he is. Like, I didn't necessarily know who Jose Barea was until the Blue Jays got him. And then, yeah, we all were forced to. If you weren't a diehard, you had to learn his name. And we did because he was awesome for the Blue Jays last year. Barea. But what we do here is we sit around and we talk sports. And I've never, ever, ever, ever professed to be an expert really at anything. It's know a little bit about everything, but not a lot about anything. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, so we went through all these topics. And as we sit here today, here are the two things that we're talking about. Tom Brady's return to the National Football League. He announced that he's coming out of retirement on Sunday after a 40-day retirement. And then the other one is, Clark, what's taking him so long in Toronto? What's taking him so long? Austin Matthews is having what we believe is a phone hearing with the NHL head office about his cross-check to the head of the Sabres defenseman in the Winter Classic, the Heritage Classic in Hamilton yesterday. And Lee says he should or will get two. He said he will get two, but he should get four or more, right? I'm saying he should get four or more. He should and maybe will. So those are some of the things that we're talking about here today. But it's just, it's interesting because of everything that's going on. Like, what was your sports focus on the weekend? You know what? I watched about 40 hours of F1. The series? The series on Netflix. How about that? Fantastic, by the way. Well, I should have been an F1 driver. <laughs> Why? Oh, man, that circuit, if you watch it, just incredible. Obviously, you know, it's, it's a very candid look at behind the F1 circuit, which uh, is the creme de la creme. You know, I spent, you know, spent a lot of time in the Olympic world traveling around the world racing bobsleds and um so you know i could kind of relate but it is just fantastic well you know it's yeah see how i said this is the view this is just us talking and the the next layer of this is us bringing in you the viewer so you can text us at 902-518-3033 right here on the stage bar at gray eagle resort and casino calgary's entertainment destination the numbers on the screen or for those that are watching live streaming on YouTube, you can comment in the chat as well. So that's what it is, just a daily sports talk discussion. Randy from the Peg is watching and says, uh, I don't think Matthews will get more than one game because of who he is. I think he deserves at least three. And rewind the tape. I get it. I get it. I was sitting with the director of officiating yesterday watching a playoff junior hockey game here. And, you know, boom, there was a hit to the head in that game. And within seconds, he had it emailed to him by the league. And I'm just, wow, this is cool, the way that they do it. And, but I can't, all, there's a lot of factors that go into something like the Austin Matthews potential suspension. He might not get anything, by the way. He might not get anything. Is there any chance of that? Possibly. Possibly this a very, fine. Very, very possible he 20, doesn't get anything. $25 fine. 20 years ago. What Austin Matthews did, we're, we're calling that Monday night. And, and by the way, I don't want a ref, which reminds me of something. I, I meant to say this on Friday. If you, if you really want to get into it, I'm a certified hockey official. Yes, it's 35 years old. Still counts, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think it does. It does. So the other night, Flames game, and the fans that were watching and the Flames people that are watching in their dressing room will remember this. The linesman took a puck in the face. Actually, it was this side. Went down. It was terrible. He never came back. Players don't care about the officials, just so you know. 
He doesn't come back. Linesman. So I'm watching the game. It becomes two referees and one linesman. The one poor linesman that was left was hustling his ass off up and down the ice, linesing both lines, doing both icings, and the referees were still refing the game. Now, in my mind, all of a sudden, guys, we become a three-man crew with one ref and two linesmen. And I thought they botched it. But I'm sitting there talking to this officiating supervisor yesterday. He goes, nope, that's NHL protocol. Keep your role. I'm like, what? And make this guy work twice as hard? I said, they're very lucky that there wasn't an offside or a disputed icing that cost a goal of the game. You know? It's old school. Goes back to the old days. Well, that's what I thought. Which, thanks for the reminder, Lee, the guy that I was sitting with yesterday said, that hit to the head that we saw in Canmore yesterday, not a penalty, not even a penalty 20 years ago, and it's changed, and I just don't really understand how or why it's changed. Player safety, I guess. That would be what it would be? Absolutely. Yeah. Keep your head up, and you'll be fine. Uh, By the way, Tough Tribe for Men, guys, was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four. toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. If you like our flow, don't credit us. Credit toughtribeformen.com. I take that stuff everywhere. Flipping gears. Enough about Austin Matthews because I don't really like him. The other topic of the day is Tom Brady coming back to the National Football League, and I was remissly in hour one of not asking you this. What's the impact on the NFL that... Tom Brady is coming back for a 23rd season. Well, if you look at the way it blew up yesterday, I mean, you know, it, it blew up the internet yesterday. So I think everybody wants to see a great story. I don't think anybody wanted to see Tom leave the game, um, which, you know, I think there was a lot of skepticism about him. So with him coming back, I think it's fantastic. It's kind of like Tiger Woods coming back from, from all of his um, adversity. So people want to see him play till he's 50. Yeah. I, th- I really think so. Yeah. I think, you know, he's got two, three good years left in him. So I really do. And I mean, you know, why wouldn't you? You're playing, playing a sport you love. I know he's talked about his family. And um, I think, uh, you know what, two, three years in him. Well, <laughs> I talked about Whoopi getting in trouble for something that she said. I think it had to do with the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, which incidentally, we will stay out of political talk here. You're good with that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're more than good with that. You got to be careful with what you say. Ha! BW writes in on the YouTube. It says, you're bringing down the value of the RP show when you refer to the narrow-minded view. Well, Lee might agree. He said the premier sports and entertainment talk show in North America, and that's also true. But the view's been on the air for a long time, and we all know about it. So if, we are, if we're the sports version of the view, I'm okay with that. That's what I thought 715 shows ago this country needed. That's what we have. And we're growing gangbusters. And this gentleman to my left, your right, has been like lighter fluid on that. But back to the talk about what's Tom's life been like for the last 40 days. I saw somewhere, Sports Center or Sportsnet Connector, they said, well, maybe Janelle was tired of Tom being around the house, kicking him out of the house. And I'm thinking, can we say that now? Are we saying they have marital problems? Is that what we're saying? (laughs) 
You never know. You can't say anything anymore. Now, they, you saw the photo, I would assume, the week after Tom. They lost out. It was the weekend between the conference championships and the Super Bowl, I think. Tom was carrying his kid's hockey bag into the rink. Did you see that? Yeah. And people, of course, none of us think that that's right. You should make your kid carry his own hockey equipment. And people are like, well, Tom's never done it before. At least let him do it for one weekend. I guess Tom's that parent. I saw a family walking into the rink in Okotoks, by the way. The mama was carrying the bag, toting the bag, the hockey bag. Two young boys and the dad. Mom carrying the bag. And I'm like, I sh- I- shut up, Rod. That make, voice in the back make, of my head. Make the kids carry the bag. One eleven Eastern. Thank you, Carlos Legena. Eleven eleven Mountain. I appreciate it. Make a wish. Mine's come true, brother. <laughs> Jennifer from the Four Seasons uh, watching. She says, "I was happy Brady was gone." There were those that would be happy that Tom was gone. There's no doubt, including every other team in the NFC South: Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Now he's back. Do you not think that they're sitting there going, Ree! Matt Rule? You know they are. Absolutely. So y- yesterday, the, the Bucks went from being a 25-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Brady comes back as an 8-5-1. to five to one. Of course. Just changes that much. Does anybody want to enlighten us as to who the backup quarterback for the Buccaneers would be? Like, Bruce Arians, probably the happiest guy on the planet today. I should know. But I don't. Ryan McCarthy is watching in Saratoga, New York. Says, happy NFL free agent legal tampering day. Yeah, right. That really rolls off the tongue, too. The Moose texted me from Arizona. He's like, hey, it's free agent legal tampering day. Begin the window opens at 10 a.m. Mountain. I said, yeah, NFL Network can have that one. Uh, We are not the NFL Network. We're the view for sports fans. Well, Dylan McDonald on YouTube says, definitely have to watch what you say when we have King Trudeau as the leader. If you're against him and say anything bad about him, you're a fringe minority and a whole slew of things he likes to say. It That's as far down the political road as I'm going to walk. And just so you know, although I don't like Trudeau at all, he's not the only guy you got to worry about. The cancel culture mob is. Which reminds me, the other night, Bianca Del Rio. Where did you see her perform? Do you remember? Uh, just on some team. Oh, wasn't it live? No, it wasn't live. Here at Grey Eagle Event Center. Listen, I'd seen her before, uh, so I knew what I was getting into. Most had no idea what they were getting into. It was the raunchiest. Bianca Del Rio makes Andrew Dice Clay look like Mr. Dress Up. I'm not, by the way, had no problem with it. I'm here for it. But I'm thinking, how does she get away with this? And then I realized, wait a minute, works for herself, self-employed, can say whatever she ruby red wants and does and sold out the place and then sold out Edmonton, then sold out Saskatoon. You go, Bianca. What? You got it. Works for herself. (laughs) That's it. Don't get to answer to anybody. It's the greatest thing in the world. Is it Blaine Gabbert? 
Think it is? Yeah, everybody says Blaine Gabbert. No wonder Bruce Arians is the happiest man on the planet today. He had a good sleep last night. Right. Uh, John Kirby watching in Edmonton says, Rod, your show needs to be on Sirius XM. Oh, I agree. However, let me tell you something. What I do is this. Lee, Moose, and a bunch of other people take care of stuff like that. But I can tell you, a year and a half ago, Lee's probably not aware of this, we were in talks with Sirius XM, but as you can imagine, they wanted everything on their terms. And we just said, we don't need this, so maybe we'll talk down the road. And maybe we're far enough down the road, I don't know. We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon. Absolutely. We're going to take a brief pause and continue with more of this when we come back and involve the viewers. And also on the way, Salim Valji. They used to call them Cal like TSN Bureau Chief. And I don't think they even call them that anymore. I'll look up his Instagram and see what he calls himself. TSN Calgary reporter, Salim Valji. I know he does a great job. And, but he's a guy that I just... You know those people you just run, you just run into all the time? Yeah. That's me and Salim at the Saddle Dome. It's, it's amazing. He's coming up later on this hour. We'll talk about that Flames loss in Colorado on Sunday. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, and of course, if you've missed any part of the show, catch the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Monday morning coming down. By the way, don't forget that March 19th, 20th weekend, Foreigner, the Hits Tour, touches down at Gray Eagle Event Center. Foreigner, the hits, sing along with one of the world's iconic rock bands. You can get your tickets at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino.ca or right here at the box office. March 18th is Air Supply. I believe that's sold out. We're not promoting that. We don't need to. Oh, and by the way, uh, speaking of tickets, the CEBL champions are taking on the Americas live in Calgary, and it begins tonight. The Basketball Champions League Americas, known as the BCLA, is the best continental league in the Americas. You can actually look it up on Instagram. I did. They got like 70,000 followers. Oh, Big yeah. deal. Big deal. It's created through an innovative partnership between FIBA, national federations, and pro basketball leagues across the continent. And tonight, the uh, CEBL champion Edmonton Stingers will represent Canada up against Puerto Rico. You can get your tickets at the CEBL.ca website right now. Email them to you, and we'll be there tonight at Windsport Arena, which, as I slide into the chat here, uh, John in Edmonton says, are you guys going to the Stingers game tonight? The answer is yes. On this opening day of the NFL legal tampering window, Mitchell Trubisky reportedly will be signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So away we go. Maybe we'll get into more of this later tomorrow. I don't necessarily love live flying analysis. We are not the NFL Network. But I did see, uh, again, I love USA Today. What's your favorite newspaper? What's your favorite periodical? 
The New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. You read it all the time? Yeah. Mine's USA Today because it's got everything. And notification came down, Mitchell Trubisky going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But they had a list of the top free agents available in the NFL. I'm like, and Mitchell Trubisky topped it. It's a big deal. He was benched in Chicago last year. <laughs> He's the best. Ah, uh, wake me up when it's over. Anyways, a couple things I want to get here. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I would love it, Rod, if the RP show was on Sirius XM. Then it would be easier to listen to on the road. No. No, 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 no. You have to press just as many buttons to get us now as you would Sirius XM. Not that hard. Listen live. I say it every day. RodPeterson.com. Spotify. Like 700 episodes of just telling people <laughs> one by one. This is how you, nothing wrong, Wayne. It's on us. We got to let people know that we're very easy to find that way. Okay. Um, and just one more. Arlen Bruce III, who we all know is a Canadian Football Hall of Famer. Three-time Grey Cup champion writes, and he says, do you believe the Edmonton Elks are going all the way this upcoming season? If not, what other team is making moves before the 2022 season? Less than 77 days away. Hold the thought, Arland. No, I don't believe they're going all the way. I got him picked fourth, as did Mark Steven. If you want to talk ball, come here on Fridays for Football Fridays, because we went deep on this on Friday. That's not to say we won't come around on the... CFL in this segment, but Lee wanted to mention the NLL. The Rush lost a tight one. They blew a big lead in uh, San Diego Friday night. Here Thursday night, are you coming to the Saddle Dome with us? The, yeah, the Pringle Dome? Yes. Saskatchewan Rush versus Calgary Roughnecks. St. Patrick's Day party. And if you're still standing, they play again on Saturday night, the Roughnecks. But these are turbulent times in the National Lacrosse League. They are. You know, you've had the departure of Nick Sakevich. The commissioner. commissioner, Jessica Berman, who was the deputy commissioner. So you've got a ship without any captains. Or rudder. Or rudder. Well, <sighs> Lee's being somewhat humble. He's the former NLL executive of the year. I'm sure your phone's been going off with people asking if you would be interested in becoming the next commissioner of the NLL. I have, actually. So. And? How about hey, that? Anything's possible. You're open any for business. Anything's possible. Would you have to move? Um, you know, probably negotiable. Nick was living in Philly. I don't know. I don't see myself moving to Philly. Well, and by the way, Nick Sikavich will be on the show tomorrow. Cool dude. Stud, right? Hey, man. Dog. Great guy. Dog. Great. Nick Sikavich will be on the show tomorrow. He is now the director of business operations at the Arizona Coyotes. Chief business officer. Is that what it is? Big cheese. With the Arizona Coyotes, and uh, if I may, did he'll have a lot to do with where the Coyotes play? My understanding is he is there to find an arena solution for them. So. Good luck on that one. He's a good thing he's a smart guy and very well connected because a lot of people have been trying to do that for a very long time. Hmm. 20 uh, plus years. You, you, you need to get into an 18,000 plus building back there. You can't. Yeah, well, and so, and by the way, this is where I think you'll really find this interesting. And again, Lee, stop me if I overstep my bounds, but you said that being a commissioner is a very 
tight spot. Like everybody wants to be the commissioner. I think they see the paycheck. I think they see them sitting with the owners in the suites, eating shrimp cocktail and flying everywhere in a private jet. That's the good stuff. What's the stuff they don't see? Man, you, you take a beating every day from however, however many owners, right? So it is probably arguably the worst job because everybody looks for you to all the answers, why a league doesn't work, um, you know, why this didn't work. And you, you're the fall guy and you have limited mobility in those roles, to be quite honest. Why do you think the CFL has been through six commissioners since 1998 for exactly what he's talking about? Hang on, Clark, just, I didn't hear you full. What was it he got? Two games suspension for Austin Matthews for his cross check to the head of the Sabres defenseman, Deline, Sunday. Uh, well, I thought it should be more. I guess we'll, I guess for the next 24 hours in Canada, we'll be debating this. Why? And we'll enjoy our good friends, the insiders on SportsCenter saying, well, he was a first-time offender. Well, this no history of supplemental discipline. I guess all of that goes into it. I guess you can go cross-check somebody in the side of the head if you've never done it before. For the most part. Sounds like it. <laughs> That's, yeah. But how first, do you, go ahead. First-time offender. Do you, do you go along with that? No. No, yeah. not at all. It's not the court of law. It's the National Hockey League, okay? It's different. In, in my role as a recovery coach and all the rest, that, I got a lot more time for a first-time offender than, than I do for Austin Matthews. But again, I don't care for Austin Matthews, so I'm probably a little biased. And bias does enter into this. Don't tell me it doesn't. Sure it does. Sure it does when you're handing out um, supplementary discipline. Thank you, Jason and Red Deer, by the way, who... Quotes Frank Cervelli, the baby-faced assassin, for having the scoop that Austin Matthews got two games. Uh, oh, another one. Where is it? John Ohm in Winnipeg says the Jets will beat Vegas Tuesday. Well, they probably will, the way the Vegas Golden Knights are going, but they lost 6-4 to Columbus yesterday. Our good friend... Cole Sillinger got a hat trick, his first career hat trick in the NHL. He's the youngest player in the league. The Golden Knights are sliding, baby. They might slide right out of the playoffs. And I don't know if you saw the comment from Chandler Stevenson, one of their star forwards, former Regina Pat, says we need to grab our nuts here. And I laugh because somebody put on Twitter, oh, it's nice to hear that. Rather than the usual hockey jargon, I'm like, dude, that is hockey jargon. You just don't hear it. Can you say nuts on the air? We just did. We got to grab our nuts. Chandler Stevenson said it yesterday. I'll never forget when I was working in the Junior A broadcasting the provincial finals on television a couple years ago. Spitting Chicklets was just getting going. And all the kids were like, you got you to gotta listen to Spitting Chicklets. You got to listen. Ah, I got a lot of hours on the road here. I'll listen to it. And I know Paul Bissonnette. Love him. But I'm like, this is no different than throwing a tape recorder in the middle of your dressing room. What is this? It's hockey talk, but I guess not everybody gets the hockey talk. To say we got to grab our nuts probably gets said every day in a hockey dressing room. And by the way, the Vegas Golden Nuts. <laughs> the Golden Nuts. Oh, no. Can somebody do a meme? The Vegas Golden Nuts. 
Nelson Hakowicz writes in. He's a Golden Nuts fan from way back. He says the NHL needs to take out the previous offender criteria. Player safety is the utmost important regardless of star power or body count. And again, that's why I uh, don't have time for the argument about all the supplementary discipline. That's not to say it isn't a worthwhile discussion. I just, I just don't care for it. Um, back to the CFL for a second. And I should mention Salim Valji coming in next. TSN Calgary. What are your thoughts on the CFL right now? Well, you know what? It's the middle of March. And I've seen some great stuff coming out of Edmonton. I'm talking from the business side. Um, I think Victor Quee's doing a great job up there. I haven't seen a lot of anything else coming out of any other team. Um, I think the Thai Cats actually do a great job. You know, Heritage Cat Classic there yesterday. Um, but I haven't seen anything else. Not it's a lot. Middle of March. It's, uh, I had mentioned in my weekend column that I'd gotten some heat from Toronto for our discussion about CFL apathy in Toronto on the weekend, or on Friday's show and Thursday's show. And I get it. And we've heard it for a while now that the CFL office and the Argos themselves have been working their asses off to make the team relevant, make the league relevant in that market. I get all that. And I guess we'll find out if there's some fruits of their labor come this upcoming season in terms of bums in the seats. But I'll tell you this. I saw my cousin, Christine, in medicine hat write in and say, I was thinking of you, Rod, Friday night when the Raptors were playing a great game. What was I doing Friday? I was at the Bianca Del Rio show. And before I went down to that, because there's more to life than sports, newsflash, I was watching on Instagram, an Instagram live show featuring Willie Jefferson and Derek Dennis. And I'm going to tell you, it was amazing. You got two verbose, loquacious linemen of the NFL. Willie, we all know. DN from the Blue Bombers. Derek Dennis, we all know. Left tackle of the Calgary Stampede. They were sitting there, Lee, and rating the most overrated players at the position in the CFL. People were loving it. Love it. I love it. Like, why can we not have that? TSN, pick this up. But I also get it. Um, you know, I complain, why are we getting college basketball highlights on TSN when we, could, we got NLL and Junior, which now they are showing those highlights, but people say, well, Rod, TSN's carrying March Madness, so of course they're going to show the highlights. It's like us. Why do we talk CE, uh, CEBL so much and preview tonight's game? Well, they're sponsors of ours. But at least it's a Canadian league. It is. You know? Canadian league with some great American players. Mike Blackbird in Toronto, in all caps, writes, CFL, crickets. Jason in Red Deer says, we barely hear anything from the CFL when there should be news, let alone during the middle of the offseason, LOL. But that's their deal. I'll just say this. I met with a guy here in the casino last week who used to be in sports now, or used to be in sports media, and now he's working for a league. And he goes, I like just working with one league rather than having to deal with all of them. And I said, actually, I'm exactly the opposite. I loved leaving the Rough Riders in the CFL and being able to work with the NLL and the NHL and the NFL and Junior A. And you know what I mean? But the different strokes for different folks. Hey, man, we got it all. 
We got it all. I love the variety. It's a lot to stay on top of. But as a team here, you informing me that Braden Yager tied Theron Fleury's franchise record for goals by a rookie. Like, I would have lost a bet that Lee Genier would be the guy that would inform me of that. I, would have, I probably would have lost that bet, too. So. <laughs> but we're a team. Oh. Anyways, speaking of, Salim Valji will join us next from TSN Calgary. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, on Game Plus Television, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed beautiful monday morning here in the gateway to the foothills great eagle resort and casino Calgary's entertainment destination. We keep talking about the Foreigner Show, the Air Supply Show. Tickets are available. But if you want to look at the full spring and summer lineup, including Jeff Foxworthy, the father of redneck comedy, he's coming May 28th. Check out the website, GreyEagleResortingCasino.ca. Click on Event Center and Upcoming Shows. This is the place to be. There is breaking news on this Monday from the National Hockey League Player Safety announcing that Leafs forward Austin Matthews has been suspended two games for cross-checking Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin during Sunday's Heritage Classic. And maybe that isn't the worst place to start with TSN Calgary's Salim Valji, who joins us from, I think it's the Saddle, it's his home, it would appear, today. Salim, how you doing, man? Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday, Rod. The team was off today, so uh, a rare day Monday at home for anyone that covers the team. And yeah, I'm glad to be on with you. Yeah, well, finally, this will be the longest conversation we've ever had, except for the obligatory <laughs> nod in the press box and on the Saddledome concourse there. Can I start with the Matthew suspension? Two games, I was purporting five or more. How do you feel about the two games and, and what went into it? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, it's one of those rare games I got to watch with my family, so it was a bit of a different lens. Um, I, I think it was justified. I, I kind of figured it would be a couple of, if, if I'm correct, I don't think Matthews has been suspended before, has he, Rod? I think he's a, is he a first-time offender? He might have been fined, but I don't think he's, he's ever been suspended. A, but he's anyways, a first-time, first yeah, first-time offender, which clearly went into this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It definitely looks like uh, a scrum in front of the net there, and he was targeting um, it was Erasmus Dalin's uh, upper neck, lower head area. Uh, I mean, it's good. I think uh, I think it's warranted, and I also I, I understand the the Toronto element that comes into this, and the fans that figured that he would get a free pass. I, I don't think player safety has had a bad past few months with the National Hockey League. It's sort of if you're not talking about that department, then generally it's a good thing. And I think they got it right over here. It was clear it was a target to uh, Darlene's head. And the fact that he is a Maple Leaf and, and that element seems to have, you know, rightfully been, been discarded. He was treated as any other player. There's, this wasn't a Toronto bias type of thing. And I think two games is probably the right call. Uh, I'm just fascinated with how that team and where they're at going forward, how that 
will uh, will unfold over the coming eight days and coming couple of months. Now to the Flames. I want to talk about the Flames, the team which you cover, but also want to talk about you. But first, the the shutout win over Detroit on Saturday, where they completely toyed with the Wings, outshot them at one point nineteen to one, then thirty to three, and then turn around <laughs> yeah. and go to Colorado and be shut out three nothing. Um, how big of a step back do you think that was for the Flames on Sunday, if if at all? I don't think so, Rod. I think they've had a phenomenal season from uh, the get-go. And, you know, playing five games in seven days has got to be so taxing for them. And um, I think they, they're 4-2 and two in their past six. These were pretty high-quality opponents. Tampa Bay, Colorado, twice. Um, I, I think they're in a really good spot. I don't look at the Colorado game as anything more than, than fatigue and the schedule. Stress is catching up to them. And if you remember that game uh, last night, they did make a, a really good push in the third period there. So I think overall they're in a really, really enviable spot. Vegas looks like they're they're struggling a bit here and Calgary's in the driver's seat with first place in the division. I wouldn't look at, I think they have a lot to be happy about winning four of the past six in such a condensed schedule, including a real statement win on Thursday over the defending champions where, where you know, Calgary did toy with the, the Lightning at, at various points during that game, and they frustrated them, it seemed. So I wouldn't look at the Colorado game as anything more than scheduling catching up to them and, and it just not, you know, being the juice might, being, might have been there. And, um, you know, they've got a couple of days to recover over here and uh, a couple of teams in New Jersey and Buffalo coming up at home this week. But I, I don't think they're, they're in a bad spot at all. I just think Colorado game came at a bad time for them, and it's nothing to be concerned about at all if you're a fan. Well, that's a uh, very good analysis, and you're right. It has been a lot of hockey lately, and f- I just know this. The fans, the media have loved it. We don't like off nights, so that's been great, but you're right. they got a few days off now till the Devils come in here on Wednesday, and fatigue is, uh, is a good factor. You're right. It was quite a quick turnaround from Saturday to getting on a plane and flying to Denver to play. Now, to you. Salim, if you don't mind, your Instagram says Edmonton-born, TSN Calgary, but I'd heard that you'd come by via Montreal. What is your story uh, getting to Calgary to cover the Flames for TSN and Calgary Sports? Yeah, um, definitely a, a different route. I think um, a lot of the times people in this industry start in small towns and sort of grow, in my case, uh, it was a provincial government exchange in 2013. I was born in Edmonton and I was studying at that time to become a high school social studies teacher, which, which sounds pretty bizarre in hindsight to say 10 years later. But um, there was an interprovincial exchange between Alberta and Quebec at that time in 2013, where 40 Quebec students would come to Alberta to learn English and work in jobs relating to their field. And um, 40 Alberta students would go to Quebec to learn French. Uh, I, I applied for that program and thankfully got in and I was placed in Montreal and I I loved the city and everything. And then um, at that point, I didn't have my degree and I signed up to teach, uh, to be an English assistant English teacher in, in France. So after Montreal, I lived a few months in the Parisian suburbs and really enjoyed it. But at that point, I I knew I wanted to pursue journalism. I, I know since I was like eight years old, but 
when you tell your your parents that it's uh it's not necessarily uh the type of reaction that sort of go all in you know my family like a lot of others wanted stability and coming from two very uh undemocratic countries and immigrating to canada i don't think their son wanting to be a sports journalist was in their cards so they told me to pursue something more stable and teaching was always something i had my eye on but um, at a certain point, you just have to go for what you want. And um, I got into Concordia's journalism program in 2014, graduated in 2017, worked a couple of years in media in Montreal, including initially as a statistician for the Habs broadcast on TSN. So that was a lot of fun. And that was my entry point into the network. And then when Jermaine uh, got promoted, TSN reached out and said that they, they wanted me to interview for this job. That was in uh, July 2020. And then it took a few months for that process to go along. And now it's it's been close to a year and a half now. It's flown by in Calgary. It's been a lot of fun. TV is really, really different to newspapers that I'm used to. You have all sorts of things you have to consider when, when writing a script and being really concise with the two-minute television uh, hit as opposed to, say, 900 words on on a newspaper. But it's been a lot of fun. It's It's been a great time. And I really enjoy the media contingent in Calgary as well. It's certainly quite different than Montreal. It's been a blast so far. Well, uh, they are very kind. My word, if I, including yourself, by the way, I would put yourself in that Calgary media contingent, and I appreciate you being so nice every time I bump into you in the press box. And wouldn't it be something if this team went on to the Stanley Cup final? What do you think the chances are? Because this city's bumping already, and we're still a ways away yeah, from the playoffs. Right. It is. It's exciting to see. I'm really happy that uh, you know I, I've, I've gotten to tell these stories and and be in this situation and what looks like a once in a generation season everything's firing on all cylinders the team doesn't really have any any areas that you see as weak areas their defense has been really good their forwards can score there is a buzz around the city people want to talk more um people people are are excited i do think there's a bit of hesitation rod if you if you um there there is still some trepidation that hey we've only won one playoff series in, in uh since 04 basically and you know there are a few interesting things i didn't realize about the fan base first moving here you don't realize which players are, are perhaps cult heroes which players are not liked at all um and one thing for me i didn't realize rod is just how stinging that uh loss to colorado in 2019 was and just how demoralizing that defeat was to this fan base and you talk to people they bring it up on their own accord that we remember getting blown out by Colorado in five games, and that's still fresh over here. So I think the fans are excited, but that Colorado loss still has a lingering effect three years later. Uh, but it's tough to it's tough to to ignore that there is something special about this team, and the way that they're playing now is very different than that 2019 group. Calgary's not focused on outscoring opponents every night; they're focused on. 2-1, type games. They check all over the ice. They're really tough to play against. And you look at the development of players. Johnny Boudreau is now a defensively reliable forward who is counted on by Daryl Sire to kill games with a minute left and they're up by a goal. So there are a few factors that are really different from this team. 2022 versus the 2019 group. There is a buzz in this city, but Flames fans do have that memory of just how heartbreaking and unexpected that uh, that loss to Colorado was a couple of years ago. 
well, as you pointed out, it's a different coach. It's a winning coach, and hopefully they can get past those ghosts. As you know, I've been trying to get you on the show for a while. I appreciate that you finally had a day that you are able to do it. Salim, thanks for this, and we'll see you in the saddle dome. Absolutely, Rod. Looking forward to chatting again. And yeah, see you in the press box. Thank you, bud. Salim Valji, TSN Calgary. Join us uh, to talk Calgary Flames. Overtime's next. Viewer takeover where we turn it over to you. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, available all across Alberta and BC on the TELUS Optic TV network, cable carrier, also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful look at Sutina Nation. A beautiful area. Treaty 7 land right in behind the hotel and casino here. At Gray Eagle... In Calgary, Alberta, just outside Calgary, Alberta, southwest as a matter of fact. It is overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the National Hockey League and the UFC. Uh, Tacona Pauly uh, in Winnipeg, whose real name is Paul, writes in and says, is that Stinger game televised at all tonight? Well, listen up. It's in our sports update. The Canadian Elite Basketball League has announced that NBA TV Canada will nationally televise both games featuring the CEBL champion Edmonton Stingers during the upcoming third window of group stage play in the Basketball Champions League Americas, BCLA in Calgary. Edmonton will host Puerto Rico Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Mountain, so that's 8.30 yours, Tacona. And uh, what is it, Lee? Nicaragua Wednesday, as we bring in Lee Genier, our co-host today. What a wonderful time we've had with him. Both games will take place at Winsport Arena in Calgary. Also, the Edmonton Elks officially announcing the signing of American kicker Sergio Castillo to a two-year contract today. Chris Jones making the deal. Castillo joined the Blue Bombers late last season, helped the club capture a second straight Grey Cup title. And Toronto Maple Leafs forward Austin Matthews has been suspended two games for cross-checking Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin during Sunday's Heritage Classic NHL player safety announced Monday. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. I've had mine for the day. It was almond chocolate chip. Lee and I will be taking in Great Eagle Casino Buffet today. Where's the beef? About yeah, 80 yards that way. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. It's so good. It's so good. Hey, I've got to say this because they are a partner of ours, and it's important to ask for me to ask you this question. This BCLA tournament, Basketball Champions League Americas, is in Calgary because they're using this city as a test market for a CEBL franchise, expansion franchise. So what do people got to do? Fill the park tonight if they want it? Do you, you, you're not born and raised here, but raised here. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's great basketball. I mean, it's right. Win sport. Monday night, what else do you have to do? I mean, you're going to see some amazing basketball tonight. Like yeah. world caliber basketball. Right, so that, but that is for basketball fans. What about people that aren't basketball fans? I wasn't a lacrosse fan when you called me 
and said, well, you come up and watch The Rush, they'll, and I was hooked. They'll, I, put, they'll yeah. put on a great show tonight. It'll be an entertainment in, in addition to the basketball. But do you think this city would be a good spot for a CEBL franchise? Absolutely. And I know groups that are interested have spoken to them in the last week. So, absolutely there is. It's just about finding a suitable venue. I think the Saddle Dome obviously is too big. Uh, Windsport, I think, can be if you can get it up there to, you know, 3,500 fans. Um, the problem is, is just finding an adequate venue here. Well, so interesting. So there's your answer, Paul, in Winnipeg, that, yeah, NBA TV Canada will be airing the games tonight, but so too is CBC Gym, which I've been watching CEBL games on for the last two years. And we should mention that, Lee, you know, you were one of the, what would I say, would founders be too strong of a term for CEBL? And just show that logo under your jacket there. It's around behind your microphone. Pull it out in front of the camera. There you go. Edmonton Stingers, you helped design every logo on the league. Like, these logos are they're beautiful. My favorite Saskatchewan, of course, but... Love that one. <laughs> that's the snake. That's the rattlers. The colors are forest green and sand. Oh, I love it. That must have been a lot of fun. Starting a league, man. It was. It was doing... And, and all the little details of... You know, finding some nuances of what, what they meant to each, you know, province, city, you name it. Well, and I know that the league wants to be, if I may, CFL of basketball or more. What did it mean that Xavier Moon, three-time league MVP, went on to the L.A. Clippers? What does that say for the league? Oh, yeah, graduating players to the NBA. I mean, that doesn't get much bigger, right? And, and you know, it's not, it's not just Xavier. Um, there's other players. Ar Ar Armani Brooks, who, who plays for the Houston Rockets, was on, on, on our roster in Saskatchewan. Didn't actually play a game for us, but yeah, he's, uh, he's... He's been on this show. Yeah, he's been on the show, but he's a staple in Houston right now, lightening up. Yeah, thanks to you. Well, we are inside the final minute. Inside the final minute. Uh, John in Edmonton says, I was glad he retired. I'm upset he's returned. Referring to Tom Brady. <laughs> well, John, uh, I don't know what to say about that. You're in the minority. How can you not love Tom Brady? I don't get it. Uh, leave him wanting more. There's more comments here that we'll get to tomorrow. Lee, thanks for coming on. It's been a blast. It has been. A thank you. Yeah, thank you uh, to the crew. We tried with Andy McNamara. Maybe we'll do it later on in the week. Thanks to uh, Salim Valji, Lee Genier, most of all uh, you for keeping us on the air every day. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.